What's up, guys? Welcome to the Fesh Fit Podcast. My name is Jean, and I am super excited you are here. Today, we're going to be talking about how to get out of a slump. Because no offense to 2020, but 2020 is weird. Like, things are so weird right now, aren't they? <laughs> Everything is different. Dance class is different. Fesh season is pretty much called off, besides a few feshes here and there. Nationals was canceled. There's uncertainty about the fall. Everything just feels weird and different. And I've been talking with a lot of you. And something I've been hearing is that with all of these changes and cancellations, you feel like you're in a slump or lacking motivation or kind of just like blah. So if you're in a slump right now, you are not alone. Maybe you're looking at Instagram wondering how everyone else is doing so much better than you right now. But let's be honest, people don't tend to post, hey, everybody, I'm feeling super unmotivated, or I'm feeling super lazy, or I'm totally lacking structure in my life right now, <laughs> right? People usually only post the highlights. In reality, a lot of dancers are feeling this lack of motivation or this kind of blah-like lost feeling right now. That's why today, I'm going to teach you guys how to bust out of Slumpville and get back on track with crushing your goals. You guys will not want to miss this episode, so stay tuned. Welcome to the Fesh Fit Podcast, where we talk about all things dance, strength, conditioning, technique, and mindset to help you take your dancing to the next level and crush your goals. My name is Jean, and I'm an Irish dancer turned strength and conditioning coach. I'm so happy you're here, and I cannot wait to see all we can do together. Let's do this. with most of my podcasts, you'll need a piece of paper for this one. Write this stuff down. This is not a passive podcast. This is an active podcast episode where we are going to be creating real change in your life. So if you don't have a pen and paper, go grab one right now. Or if you are driving right now, okay, don't, you know, grab a piece of, go grab a piece of paper while you're driving. Listen to this now, but then come back later and do the exercise. Because change doesn't come through osmosis or just listening to a bunch of information. It only comes through action by taking that information we learn and then putting it into action. You guys ready? <laughs> All right, let's do this. So first thing you are going to do to get, we're talking about how to get out of Slumpville, okay? How to get out of that slump. And first thing you're going to do is decide on how you do want to feel and then be willing to take on a new perspective. A lot of times when you are in a slump or a slump land, as I like to call it, you get so focused on looking how you don't want to feel and we don't really focus on how you do want to feel and what you do want to happen in your life. Remember this, what you focus on grows. I'm going to repeat that. So this would be a time to write this down. Okay. What you focus on grows. If you are constantly looking at all the problems you have and possible negative outcomes, that is going to grow in your mind and limit the creativity and opportunity that comes into your life. 
I want to give you guys an example. Okay, here's a story. I love stories. <laughs> so I was on a service trip um, to Alabama several years ago, building houses for Habitat for Humanity. And while I was on the trip, we slept in this church basement. So one morning, I woke up and I couldn't find my purse anywhere. Now, I lose a lot of stuff or I misplace a lot of things. So, you know, I figured I just, you know, left it somewhere in the room, hidden in some place or in the bathroom or, you know, something like that. So everyone in my group looked around and no one could find it. And it was concluded that it had been stolen the night before. So someone broke into the church basement and stole my purse out of it. Just like every other situation, we get to decide how we want to look at it and what we want to do about it. So I could either A, decide that I was the most unlucky person ever, get angry at the person who stole my purse. I mean, I was on a service trip trying to help people and someone stole something from me. I could complain nonstop to my new friends on the trip. I could make it this big, all-consuming negative event in my head. Say it ruined my trip and then be angry for the next week while taking it out on the people around me. So that was one option. <laughs> or I could use the event as an amazing opportunity to practice forgiveness and gratitude. I could decide it was very inconvenient that my purse was stolen because it's obviously inconvenient when your purse is stolen. But I could choose to be grateful that I was in a position where I had enough money for my daily living and I never had to consider stealing money to survive like that person who stole my purse did. When others were talking about how awful it was that my purse was stolen, I chose to declare that I was so lucky that I got the opportunity to be given a challenge to practice forgiveness and gratitude. And I truly felt it. Then, instead of spending the whole week angry, I spent it excited. I mean, if I could make the most out of that situation, I felt like I could handle anything that came my way. More and more of great things continued to happen to me the whole trip because I chose to look for them. It turned out to be one of the most fun and rewarding service trips I've ever been on. So that's the same situation, right? But I look, those are two different perspectives that gave me two different outcomes throughout my entire trip. Okay, I know that's a nice story, Jean, but how does that relate to your situation right now? Well, right now, you get to decide how you want to feel about what you, about what you want to do, okay? You get to decide what you want to do here and how you want to feel about the situation. Do you want to feel hopeless and stuck? Do you want to sit around and think about how everything in the world right now is terrible and messing up your plans this year? Or are you ready to feel excited about the wealth of opportunity that surrounds you, this year can be the year you shuffled your feet and got through it, but it was pretty much terrible. Or it can be the year you had a great challenge where you put your heart and your soul into your craft and got stronger than you ever have, both physically and mentally. Am I saying to be ignorant to what is going on in the world and just be happy all the time? <laughs> no, <laughs> that would be, I feel like that would be completely irresponsible and foolish for me to say that. I think it's extremely important that we stay informed, informed in what's going on in the world. But I also think there's a big difference between positivity and happiness. 
Happiness is an emotional state that comes and goes, whereas positivity is a state of mind. Happiness is fleeting. Positivity is a skill that we can carry with us through our entire, throughout our entire life where we see life and ourselves in terms of growth and abundance, not in lack and limitations. So two completely different things. It's important to stay informed. It's important to acknowledge any and all feelings that come up for you and do what you can to help the world. But that doesn't mean you need to sit around and awfulize a situation. Rather, you can look and take you can look at the situation, feel your feelings, and then take positive action from a place of love and joy and gratitude. Get this. The most beautiful part of this whole thing is that you can decide to change your perspective at any moment. Right now, if you are feeling sad and stuck and unmotivated and tired, you can choose to turn it all around. This is your time to decide how you want to feel. Rather than sitting in slump land, how would you rather feel? What would that look like? Take a minute, think about what do you want to feel like? What do you want your life to look like right now? If you have decided on taking positive action in your life, keep listening because I'm going to dive into the practical steps you need to get to a more positive place. The last thing I want you to do is listen to this podcast and think, that's all nice and dandy, Jean, but then not take action and you know still feel stuck. <laughs> my telling you to say, my, my saying, think positively, may sound nice, but now we're going to get into the nitty gritty of how, the more practical stuff. How do you actually take action to get to a more positive place, to get to that more positive mindset? That's where step two comes in. All right, write it down. Step number two. Write down your goals. If you've listened to past podcasts, if you followed me on Instagram or Facebook, you've probably heard this a dozen times. Write down your goals. Right now, pause the podcast, okay? Well, listen directions and then pause the podcast. I want you to take five to ten minutes and write down as many goals as you can. Aim for at least 30. Not just answer related, but all goals all goals written down. Goals that excite you. Cover your relationship goals, financial goals, school or career related goals, goals for the summer, and of course, dance goals. Okay, think big here. Have fun with it. And don't let those those thoughts of doubt or negativity sleep in. I almost said creativity. Don't let those thoughts of doubt or negativity creep in. Just take some time to dream and dream big and get excited. Okay, so go ahead and pause right here, okay? And just take a minute, or take five to 10 minutes and just write them all down. If you are driving, do this later. Do not do it while you are on the road. That would not turn out well. (laughs) All right, make sure you have them all written down and then, you know, keep listening. So once you have all your goals written down, circle your dance goals because those are the ones we are gonna be talking about more specifically here. Um, After we're done, you can go back and do the same thing, but with the other goals. So take those dance goals, okay, you have them circled. Now put a star next to which goals you want to accomplish in the next one to three years. Those are the goals we'll be focusing on first. 
And we're going to break down your goals into actionable steps you can do every single day in just a minute. But first, look at those goals, okay, your starred ones, and once again, get excited for them. If your goals aren't something that excite you, then pick different goals, okay, or reevaluate your goals. We want our goals to be big enough that they excite us, okay? So if like you're, let's say your goal is to get, you know, I don't know, is to get your room cleaned, okay? And that's like your only goal. That's not a dance goal. But whatever, say it's not an exciting dance goal, it's not going to have that much impact. It's not going to drive us, okay? Make sure the goals are something that excite you. And get excited that you can accomplish them and you can start taking action today. Let that excitement just run through your body and think about how awesome it is that you can accomplish those goals, A lot of times when we're feeling down or stuck in slumpland, our dreams and our goals feel impossible or we lose that excitement and drive. I want to remind you, if you have the right plan in place, if you take consistent action and you learn and grow each day and refuse to give up, your goals are 100% possible. Anything is. So get excited. <laughs> I'm like dancing right now, um, but you can't actually see me, but you can, you can insert your own excited dance here. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to step number three. Okay, you have your goals. Now, we're gonna break them down. Step number three is you need a practice and a training plan. A goal without a plan is just a wish. Nothing wrong with wishes. Wishes are super cool. I love wishes, but they can get pretty old pretty fast when you aren't getting any closer to having your wishes become your reality. This is why having a practice and training plan is important. A key thing to remember when it comes to your practice and training plan is big goals require small consistent steps. A couple of years ago, I um, summited my first mountain, okay? And one of the first things they told us when we were going to go climb the mountain is that you want to take small, consistent steps, okay? You don't want to run up as fast as you can. You will never make it that way. You have to just take small, consistent steps, slow and steady, rest when needed, and then keep going. When a water erodes a coastline, It rarely is one big event. It's rather small, consistent actions of the waves and pebbles bumping into the land and dissolving the rock. Big progress, big goals are accomplished through small, consistent actions. So we're going to put together a plan of action to get to your goal. A plan of small, consistent actions. Also, a quick note here, guys. Your goal does not have to be a competition goal. Okay, I'm going to be using a competition goal example here because it's easy to break down, but you can use literally any goal for this. All right, so let's say your goal is to qualify for Worlds. I'm just using that one because it's a common thing I hear from dancers. Um, So yeah, it can be anything. All right, to get there, you'll need a structured training and practice plan. And just a heads up, if you want the full practice plan I created, you can go to the link in my Instagram bio and get it for free. If you're looking for a training plan, you'll want to get into one of my one-on-one, you'll either want to get into the one-on-one coaching uh, program if I have slots for that open, um, or Fesh Fit's Inner Circle program, um, which is open to everyone. So here's a breakdown of what you need in your practice plan. 
First, decide what days you will practice and what time you will practice and how long you will practice. So we have what days, what time, and how long. And then I want you to grab a piece of paper, okay? You can use the same piece of paper you have or you can use a new one. I like to use like a new clean sheet. And you're gonna write down each, you're gonna write out each day of the week, like in columns. Then under each day of the week that you plan on practicing, write out the following. Okay, you're gonna like bullet point these under your days of the week. So you have your warm up, you have your drills, you have your steps slash step drilling, you have your all the way throughs and dance stamina work, and then your cool down and stretch. Okay, so I'm gonna repeat that. Remember, if you want the full guide, just go to the link in my Instagram bio. But um, I'm gonna give it to you here. So you want your warm up, drills, Steps and step drilling all the way throughs and stamina and then cool down and stretch. So you have your topics. Under those topics, fill in two things. Number one, the time you will commit to each of those areas and then what exactly you will do in that time. So you may have warm up 15 minutes, then you'll write under there what you're going to do for your warm up. Or you might have all the way throughs and then you're going to write down what you're going, how many all the way throughs you're going to do and what dances. There is nothing that will unmotivate you more than 20 minutes of staring at yourself in the mirror wondering what to practice. And if you want to take consistent action, you'll have to have that, you, you want to have that plan of action right in front of your face. That way you'll look at it and you'll be able to get to action. You don't have the 20 minutes of awkward staring in the mirror wondering what you're going to do. And you're going to do this exact same thing with your training plan. Now, I find I've, it's, it's a little bit different. I guess it's not the exact same thing because it's a little bit different. We, we don't have like, you know, drills and all the way throughs and all that. Um, but we're breaking down our days into different sections. Or our section, yeah, breaking down our days and then having different sections in those days. Um, I found it best, I found it best when dancers have at least two days of strength and two days of stamina work other than dancing each week plus flexibility and technique focus work. I'm not gonna go into tons of depth here because there are different ways you can do this. There are several different factors here to consider, but to keep things simple, write this down, in your training plan, you'll wanna make sure you have at least 48 hours in between your strength days if you're working on the same muscle groups. So you don't wanna do like heavy squats two days in a row. And you also wanna have 48 hours between your high impact conditioning days. And by high impact, I mean jumping, sprinting, hill runs, plyometrics, blah, 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 blah. Okay, um, more, you want more intense flexibility work two to three days a week, and then technique specific strength work at least one day a week. So that would be like one workout a little bit longer working on just turnout or just pointing a toe height, whatever it is. Okay, now this is just a broad framework. There are different ways you can do this, but I wanna give you guys something so you can get started in planning your week. Like I said, if you want more help with this, shoot me a message on Instagram at areyoufeshfit. You can email me at feshfitonline at gmail.com. Um, or you can just jump right into the Inner Circle program and I break all this down for you. <laughs> um, and one-on-one -on -one coaching, right now I don't have a spots available. I'll probably open them a few more soon. Um, but when that is available, that's where I give you an individualized program on how to do all of this. Okay, so Right after you listen to this episode, take your time to make your plan um, or contact me. 
then it's time to take action. Woohoo! All right. Now, what about those days that you really don't feel like practicing? Like it's the last thing you want to do in those work. It's the last thing in the world that you want to do. Those days are going to come up. We are human. It happens. That's why I created what I call the five-minute minimum for myself. The five-minute minimum is exactly what it sounds like. It's the minimum time you must train or practice on your training or practice days. The five-minute minimum is the time that works for me, but if there's another small period of time, like the seven-minute minimum or the ten-minute minimum or the one-minute minimum, whatever it is, okay, use that time for you. It's just important that you have a consistent minimum time. The point of the minimum time is that even if you wake up feeling down and sluggish, I don't know about you guys, but when I'm like PMSing, it's not pretty. And so you must, but you commit to yourself at least five minutes to honor the commitment to yourself to train and practice. And every day you're moving five minutes closer towards achieving your goals. Okay, so this is on days where you said you were going to practice and you said you were going to train. You wake up and you are feeling really sluggish or down and, you know, it's just not going to happen. Rather than just throwing in the towel and saying like, blah, I'll do it tomorrow. Okay. Instead, you're still honoring that commitment to show up for yourself and moving at least five minutes closer towards achieving your goals. Even if you have five million things on your to-do list, you need to take the dog out for a walk, you have work or, you know, school is stressful, you're in the process of moving, whatever it is, at least do that minimum time. That way you're still focused on achieving your goals and progressing forward rather than focusing on how much you're not doing or what you're not doing. Because remember, our magical phrase in this episode is what you focus on grows. Um, All right, so I know we've covered a lot. So just a quick recap on what we've covered so far. You have your new perspective, you have your training plan, and you have your minimum daily requirement. I want to give you guys one last action item here. And that is uh, start your day and end your day with gratitudes and goals. Start and end your day with gratitudes and goals. When I first moved to Wisconsin, I was running the fitness program at a drug and alcohol rehab center. Um, And this is something that they taught all the clients. And I started using it in my own life because, you know, I would do it with clients. Um, And I found it really, really helpful. So I continued doing it. um, And I feel like it's made a really positive impact in my life. And it's made a positive impact in the lives of the other people I know who have done this. So I'm sharing it with you guys right now. Okay, the more we remind ourselves of what we are grateful for, the more it'll be top of mind. Gratitude is like magic. Okay, well, it's actually science, but it's like magical science. It literally changes our brain chemistry and it changes the lens through which we see and experience the world. It all comes back to the same idea of, we could probably all say it together now, what we focus on grows. That's why it's key to start and end your day with goals and gratitudes. Start off each day with writing down or saying to yourself, 
three things you are really grateful for. They can be big things such as friends and family, your health, a big win or accomplishment, or they can be little things like how cute your dog is or the nice weather outside or anything. Then review your goals. Remind yourself that you are going to focus on accomplishing, remind yourself what you are gonna focus on accomplishing today. Okay, not how far you have to go, not all the things other people have that you don't have. Focus on what you have today to be grateful for and where you are heading. Then get excited because every day is a new opportunity to grow, learn, and serve. Do this every morning when you first wake up and then also every night when you go to bed. We are training your brain to come from a place of gratitude and abundance. Okay, guys, that's all I have for you today. Three reminders here before you go. First off, if you really like this podcast, please make sure to give me five stars and share it on your Instagram story. It's a small thing that makes a huge difference, okay, in my content creation um, and really helps me out. So just like 30 seconds, give me five stars if you like it and share it on your Instagram story. Um, And make sure to tag me at RUFeshFit. Um, All right, that just really helps me spread the word about the podcast so I can continue making new episodes for you guys. Second, if you want my free practice guide where you get to create your own practice plan, go to the link in my bio on Instagram and you can download it right there. Third, if you are listening and you want a training plan laid out for you along with live classes with me each week, head to www.rufeshfit to join or it's www.rufeshfit.com to join the Inner Circle. Uh, The Inner Circle community has been growing every single week, and I'd love for you to join us. www.rufeshfit.com. There's a free demo there for you to check out, so even if you are on the fence right now and you're like, I just want to learn more, totally cool. Just go take a minute and check it out. Um, Or you can shoot me a message um, on Instagram, at R-U-Feshfit, A-R-E-Y-O-U, Feshfit, um, if you have any questions at all. Or just say hi and connect. I love, you know, I love meeting new people. So thank you so much again for listening, guys. Um, and I will talk to you soon.